And so I was writing this line of like, do I make a family friendly stream? Do I like just let them cut loose? Like, what do I do? And ultimately that just guided me into like, no, this is like, this is how I want to live out like my faith. And like, this is what I'm going to do. You're listening to the NCMU podcast, where we are dedicated to raising up and equipping the next generation of nerd culture missionaries and are proud members of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. In this episode, we hear from Luke and Asia Filipiak, a married couple highly involved in nerd culture ministry, both with Love Thy Nerd as an organization and through their own personal live streams. Hello and welcome back to the NCMU podcast, where we are dedicated to raising up and equipping the next generation of nerd culture missionaries. I am one of your hosts, Mark from Lux Digital Church. With me today, I have Bubba, my co-host uh, from Love Thy Nerd, and we are joined by a really awesome couple uh, who are also part of Love Thy Nerd and also partner with Lux and also yeah. like missionaries and ministries of their own, uh, which is really cool and a really freaking awesome couple. So. Um, we got Luke and Asia who are joining us today. Everybody, how you how you guys doing? Welcome in. Hello. Hello. Doing great. Doing Thanks for having good. us. Asia, you didn't even do yeah. like your your normal sign on there. It's just a oh, a I know. I, I got I got nervous. I got nervous. Pretend like you're on oh, a hi. podcast. There we go. Yeah. Pretend, <laughs> pretend like you're in a podcast. He says. Just pretend yeah. and see what happens. This is not real. Uh -huh. Yeah. Use yeah. your imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're so glad to have you guys in studio, um, and I really appreciate you guys kind of jumping in a little last minute. Uh, if we're if we're being honest, we're, hey, we're, man, look, don't take away the podcast magic. Nobody needs to know when we signed them. Like that's it's totally fine. I'll take that blame though. I I knew a couple of days ago, and then I I just don't bring things up to Asia. Yeah, I, I had no time, clue. So. You guys barely live in the same house. So it's gonna be it's great. Fine. Yeah, barely. It's fine. Yeah. Zach asked me when I was sitting directly next to Asia and I still didn't bring <laughs> it up. <laughs> but in my defense, we no, were I, watching Ahsoka. So. Ooh. That's true. That's great. Um, I um, found out from Zach while I was on stream yesterday. And he was like, oh, yeah, so are you good for that time? I was like, what are we, what are we talking about? <laughs> Maybe. I don't what know. Is it? So what I hear is <laughs> that Luke, like me, also gets in trouble for not telling his wife like valuable pieces of information <laughs> that he should be communicating. What I hear is God has the perfect plan and everything mm -hmm. works out. Don't to church it up. Here's wow. the thing. Like yeah. we have, we have a calendar that my wife Ann and I, we keep and we still miss stuff like. Oh daily. yeah. Oh, don't get me yeah. started. We, we just, I had a uh, strong tower con in my calendar on two different weeks. And Asia's like, which one is the yeah. correct week? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have to look that up. Come to find out it happens a week earlier than I was expecting. So, so neither. But now, I'm, now I know. No, so now you got to block out three. Well, it was, it was the first one. It was, a, oh, it was okay. the first one. Yeah, it was it was fun. You know, I try really hard. We have this really cool. This is like probably the, only, the high, highest tech thing I've ever done. Uh, we have one of those um, frame TV things that Luke found Um at like a Best yeah. Buy, whatever mm -hmm. crazy deal. Um, and so we have that in the kitchen and I have like some app that like casts our schedules. And so I have like all of our schedules together, including my brothers who also has like a random schedule. And so it just shows all the things for that day. And I, it just, it makes me feel like I'm way more organized than I actually am. I just, so. I, I have to imagine I think it's doing that your, your brother, like his schedule just says, like uh, he just puts on there the days that he wears a shirt. And like everything else is just blank. <laughs> but, you know, He's like either this, shirtless shirt or flying. Yeah, I mean, it, it yeah. happens so frequent. You don't yeah. even put shirtless on the radar. Like <laughs> you put the days you do wear a shirt on the schedule. It's been, oh, yeah, so right, you guys right. can plan around it. I think that's, a, that's an understood flying, thing. Yeah. So if you, yeah, it's, a shirt day. it's like, yeah. it's like the details of the schedule, like event. It's like, oh, Jacob is flying. <laughs> and then in the notes, please yeah, wear a shirt. We'll also wear don't a shirt. Just as a reminder. Yes. Well, yes. hey, uh, he's he's gonna love this being. He's on the never gonna. Now. He's never yeah, gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Jacob and shirts aside, hey, <laughs> let's kind of get into this a little bit. Tell us, um, kind of about you guys. I'll give a, a quick little intro. So, Luke and Asia, 
Um, you you are a unit. We talked about you guys are a, a couple. You guys are married. You're together. You you but you both are very independent in your streaming. Um, Luke, of course, uh, I say of course because I know this as a fact. Works for us as our director of missions at Love Thy Nerd, um, and handles all that stuff. Glad you're confident. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm yeah. pretty confident. <laughs> <laughs> we had a pretty long talk, so I'm pretty confident about it. Um, but Asia, you you also do your own streaming, and you work for you know a company called Switcher Studio, and doing really great things over there. So, can you guys just kind of tell us a little bit about Asia? We'll start with you first. What is it that you do in this space of nerd culture uh, mission work? Yeah. Um, so currently, I uh, like you said, I work f uh, full time for a like um, multicam streaming software company, um, and so it's kind of cool how like the Lord provides um, in like re really random ways. But um, I I end up like product testing um, for this company all the time, and it provided me the opportunity to like work with my work schedule to um, to stream. Um, and so I, uh, it's, I don't know, it's just, I, I view it as, um, being a good steward of like what the Lord has provided. And so because I have that opportunity to product test, uh, pr like weekly, um, I try to use that time, uh, to provide a safe haven, a community for people to like come together and, um, have like yeah a safe environment to build friendships and i try to facilitate that on my streams and so specifically what that looks like is i do a lot of co-working streams i feel like a lot of the people that um connect with me are people that work from home or work jobs that uh they can have like a stream up or whatever and they just want to hang out um so we do a lot of co-working streams and um, i also play some chill games and cook and sew and do digital art so a little bit yeah, of everything literally a little um, bit of everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh one of my funniest uh uh experiences lately was uh, the last cooking stream i did i actually raided mark and then Mark asked me what I made. I honestly, I can't remember what I made, but whatever I said, it uh, didn't, it didn't uh, resound with him. And he was like, I'm not gonna lie. Like everything you just said is, are things that I hate. <laughs> it was so, like, I think it was listen, great. There was like the word, was there was, there was so many words in it of things that I've either never had or um, like a bunch as of a vegetables. man. Yeah, as a man who wants to be described as like a Viking at the at the very depth of who he is, right? Like none of the foods that you described gave me that that vibe. Like the like the bean I think Vikings eat a lot of fish. I don't know what you're talking about. Not that Viking. I, uh, yeah. You know, Vikings probably that's fair. Vikings probably did. Yeah, they, eat well a lot they of eat fish. it, but it's icky yeah. and they don't like I've it. I've watched How to Train mm. Your Dra Dragon, so yeah. yeah. I'm aware. Absolutely. One of the best things my wife ever said to me was at a Valentine's Day dinner when she made steak and I ate most of it with my hands. And she said, you look like a Viking right now. And she meant it to be offensive, but it was the best thing. Oh, that badge of honor for you. Uh, yeah. You're like, thank I you. I was like, let's do this again then. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, Asia, you're also amazing. you're also uh, one of the hosts of the Mobiga podcast. Talk about that for a second. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guested on Moviga a few times, I think with Luke, most of those times um, over the last few years. And then I think it's been like a year and a half ago. I, I want to say it was like last February. Uh, Brian from Moviga asked me if I wanted to be uh, a regular yeah. member of uh, of the team. And I was like, wow, they don't think I'm dumb and <laughs> my takes are really weird. Um, so, yeah, I've been having a lot of fun um, hanging with those guys and um you know arguing with yes. uh with some some very strong opinions that don't make sense to me uh and you know i feel like i have grown i was actually talking to them uh recently about how like you know i think about the first few weeks that i was on that podcast and i was like really nervous about like having a contrary opinion to whatever was being talked about. And now I just yeah, call it out. So I feel Brian. like that's like personal growth. Yeah. I feel like this is sanctification <laughs> for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is, it really is. Um, but yeah, so I've been, I've really been enjoying um, continuing to help them grow that podcast um, and talk about, you know, nerdy things we love and build friendships along the way. Uh, yeah, it's a fun time. I have really enjoyed it. I've been streaming for now the last like two and a half years and 
I kind of can't remember a time before well, that. So I love that thing, you maybe. basically executed your podcast squatters rights on Moviga and just said, <laughs> I've been here for long enough. I'm a part of the team. And so let, let's move forward. You know, and it's to be true. fair, it's true. Good move. And, that was a good move. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I, um, I, I think it's really interesting too. So the way I started, I might be jumping the gun here, but I, I started, uh, leaning into streaming because I would hang out in Luke's communities, uh, all the time as he was, um, you know, starting to stream and build friendships and, you know, find that they're more than just him out there that like yeah. love the Lord and just want to like create a safe space for people. Um, and it was like through those friendships that, like really encouraged me to start streaming. And my I, I've done content creation for like basically the entire time we've been married. I think maybe even from before that. Um, and my, my heart behind that was just to like use fandoms or use food or use whatever as a way to connect with people. Um, and I was so happily surprised when I started streaming that like for me at least, like that was like the most natural way. Uh, I don't know, there was like so much like it gave yeah. back so much and in a way that I never felt, um, with like produced content or just posting to socials and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I've really well, loved my it. My so wife far. and I have said on numerous occasions that, um, there's, there's almost nobody that we know personally that exudes like the, the influencer, uh, persona or has the influencer gene <laughs> more than Asia. And so like, it just, yeah. Thank, thank you. I no, think. A, thank you. I, yeah. Is that wrong? I meant that as a compliment. <laughs> you're basically the yeah. Viking. You're like the Viking okay, of so influencers, yeah. basically. Yeah. Oh, oh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> well, hey, Luke, how about you, man? Like, That's awesome. How did you, you get into this stuff? Um, and, and what do you do? What stuff did you end up getting into? Yeah. Um, I think I, so I got my start, like many of the people I, I come into contact with in the streaming nerd gaming sphere. Um, and that is at the beginning, towards the beginning of COVID, a lot of people were stuck at home. We were on lockdown looking for community. And there was a time uh, where I started to dabble in streaming or creating YouTube content uh, immediately after college. Uh, but I moved to a new state, all sorts of things happened and that kind of got set aside. And so the midst of COVID, I decided to just start streaming just purely just to cultivate community, meet people that were into what I was into. Um, and then that slowly kind of, I saw the opportunities to be able to share my faith or just like ultimately live out my faith, uh, not be ashamed of the gospel and just start sharing when people are asking questions or there was a time where I'm like, I'm, the guys I'm playing with are definitely not family mm -hmm. friendly, but I am a family friendly guy. <laughs> and, um, and so I was writing this line of like, do I make a family friendly stream? Do I like just let them cut loose? Like, what do I do? And ultimately that just guided me into like, no, this is like, this is how I want to live out like my faith. And like, this is what I'm going to do. I mentioned it to the friends I play with and they were like all on board. Like, no, nah, we're going to try to do our best. <laughs> I love um, that phrase. We're going to try then, and do as, our best. Yeah, exactly. We, so at, at the beginning, and I probably still have this command in my, in my, Twitch streams, but you could like exclamation point and then their name and it would come up with an apology. Like, sorry, like they're trying their best. <laughs> um, but it was just, it was one of those things where was, like, I wanted to include them because I didn't want to push them away due to like my beliefs or like, I didn't want them to treat them any different and I didn't want them to treat me any different. And so it was just one of those things that we could come to agree on and a really cool experience. And we're actually all still in a text group a lot of us aren't playing as many games anymore, but we're all talking about Yo Starfield right now. Hey, our, we don't uh, have time. Group. All right, we're going to push past that. <laughs> we don't have time. Uh, right on past. Um, that's the next <laughs> podcast. Um, but like we're still talking that relationship still there just from the way we navigated back then. Um, but ultimately that kind of pushed me into like, I want to take this just community building opportunity and create a ministry opportunity. And at the time I'm like, man, no one else is doing this. There aren't any other Christians on Twitch. Like everyone I look up, if I want to watch Halo or like Apex at the time, or like listening off all these things, everyone's toxic or just like belittling to people. 
And there's no real sense of community and definitely no Christians definitely. on this platform. And then I was <laughs> definitely not. Uh, and then I was just, I just started meeting people running in that circle and was so encouraged by meeting other people that thought the same way I did, had the similar beliefs that were also using Twitch mm. and Discord and just their passion for video games as a tool for kingdom building and furthering the gospel and living out their faith. And so, um, long story short, through that, I met uh, Matt and Bubba mm, of Love cool. Thy Nerd. And um, it sounds like, yeah, they sound like right. really, I mean, those are some good yeah, names. Well, six, like trustworthy, six out of ten, trustworthy names. Solid names. Man, we'll take it, you know? <laughs> yeah, really trustworthy names. Um, but I remember, I remember our first conversation vividly and just everything you guys were saying, things that I was bringing up, like was just lining up. And very early on, I told myself, I told Asia, I'm not in this to get, I don't want to be the next big thing. I don't want to be like this big streamer that doesn't have time for people <laughs> and can't even read chat. Um, I want to be a part of something um, that's bigger. <laughs> and, um, and so right off the bat, like Matt, Bubba, myself just met. I'm like, how, yeah. how can I help? Like, what it was can a I bizarre do? conversation <laughs> to be sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so their reply to that was, yeah. you like board games? Because uh, they were, Bubba was up here. They were doing like a live stream uh, because COVID shut down all the board game conventions. And so they were up here doing a live stream. I'm like, I played Catan. And they're like, good yeah, enough. We can fix that. And, uh, no problem. <laughs> Hold up, like pre-LTN, Catan was like the 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 deepest you were. Luke, I'm like as long as yeah. I've known you, I just always hey. assumed that like you came Listen. to LTN as a <laughs> no. full a full fledged board gamer. Like I had the worst well, predictions. All of these I'm, games I'm behind the sanctification like the process. Last... Asia talked about it. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is it like two years? Is it mm -hmm. like Ooh, the... yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. Oh. About yeah, two Go back three on years. His TikTok, man, games. you can follow yeah. that process. At, in real time, it's gnarly. <laughs> Just watch it happen. Wow. Yeah. If you piece those all together and sped them up, it would be like watching your collection go in like one of those time lapse F videos. Absolutely. Just like slap yeah. all those TikToks mm -hmm. together and we would see the yep. collection just like <laughs> assemble, which is, yeah. Yeah. When I, I, I mentioned that, like when I'm into something, I'm like, I'm either all in or I'm, I'm just not. Boy goes hard. So. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, he only knew Asia for like six days. It was crazy. Um, yeah. That's crazy. So crazy. It's true. Hey, when you know, you know. Um, but yeah, so so out of that, like I still stream. I still have my stream. Uh, I do that twice a week in the mornings. And so I'm connecting with a lot of, you know, people of the same vibe as like are landing on Asia's streams uh, where they're at work or they're working from home, just have something on in the background. Um, and I'm just all over the place. I, like I'm playing Starfield right now. Um, I was I was mad into some Marvel. Are you snap. out? Um, burnt myself out, dude. I finally I, I sat out a whole finally. season and I haven't picked I up Loki Mark, yet, are you out? So. I've been out since. Dude, March. I here's the thing. I I, I gave myself <laughs> an attaboy yesterday because I thought about Marvel Snap and I was like, you know what? I haven't played. Since High Evolutionary, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this podcast, you have no idea what we're talking about. Marvel's, Marvel <laughs> Snap is a mobile game, a mobile card game that took the world by storm. Absolute storm. Literally, like, on the week of oh, Megazord 2. Like, it was, like, yes. it had just come out. Everyone was playing. If I recall correctly, that 100%. was Luke's fault. Like, I think he was like, dude, uh, have you heard Mark of this was game? Already Mark playing. got me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark, yeah. Fault. Like, we were, I was a, <laughs> you did this I was a beta us. tester. Like, we were oh. early adopters on that oh, one okay. that I was like looping people into. Yeah. Cause we podcast about card games. And so, um, well, I, one of the things that but I yeah. love about this conversation that's very unique, um, and not to, not to not continue on the Marvel Snap no, thank conversation. You for which off. Thank you for finding the off ramp. Of yeah. None of us who are playing anymore, but <laughs> we can all talk about, about it with a high yeah. level of authority. Yeah. Um, 
uh, one of the things that I love about some of the ministry, like your guys' ministries are very independent of one another. And at the same time, there are points when it also meets and complements and sort of works together. And like just one of the, you know, like you wouldn't think that you both live in the same house because you both have like very <laughs> unique and totally dope streaming spaces um, that are like so different. Like most, you know, most people have, to, and they're very, very unique, you know, with like if you're watching this on YouTube yep. or whatever, like all of Luke's board games and LTN stuff in the background and Asia, like you're like, really unique flair and art and the washer and dryer I, I try not you know, to in the background the washer. Washer. Yes. I don't know but if it's shade yeah. or what uh, <laughs> no I love it I absolutely love it um, and so there's this really cool blending of, of that but then there's also this very cool blending where most of the people we've talked to on the show very digital right super super almost exclusively mm. digital I would say Steve that we talked to from Safe Point yep. in the last episode it, digital with the intention of moving people to physical right but you guys are sort of this hybrid blend of it because it's very authentically nerd ministry right and not necessarily digital or gamer ministry like the goal is like how do we engage with nerds wherever they are and that looks at like that looks you know nationally globally with conferences it looks it looks like that with Asia and your live streams, but then it also looks like, hey, we also have a local game night and close friends in our immediate area that we just hang out with and game with who aren't believers and we're part of their lives and part of their story. I think that's really, really cool. Um, and one of the things that we love to do on the show is to explore calling because a lot of people who are thinking about getting into this, we all know there's a difference between really loving video games or really loving board games and being called into this ministry, like putting these things that we love on the altar and saying, I want to do this for God's glory. Um, and I think that discernment process is really important, which is why we ask on the show for each guest, like, what did that look like for you to like really decide that this isn't just something that I like, but this is something that God wants to use redemptively mm -hmm. in my story and in the story of the people around me. So Asia, take us through a little bit of like, you know, was it something that kind of fell in your lap? Was it always the passion that you had? Um, you know, how did you end up where you are today? And how did you go through that discernment process of, no, this is really what God wants me to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, great question. Um, so while I really enjoy all, all kinds of things, uh, if that's not obvious, um, I really just truly believe that the Lord has like created us for relationship. And, um, I think that everything that I do, um, and say, you know, everything should, um, kind of be grounded in that. Um, and so I do seek to be intentional in like, you know, taking the things that can connect us like common interests or whatever they may be, um, and using it as a catalyst to, to build those relationships. And, um, uh, I, I think that's just always been like something that the Lord is like, yeah, I, I guess like maybe in college is when I started recognizing this like desire to really be um, to without it sounding like, yeah, lame and um, uh, cliche, like be authentic or just like be relational with people. And like uh, my big um, belief is that like hospitality is like in your in yourself, like being a safe place for people. Mm to um to be together and to like thrive in relationship and so i i really believe that that's not um that's not constrained to like a specific place that's not constrained to your home it's like really what you're bringing to the table i mean obviously like in submission to the lord um so i just have like taken that um that perspective and like try to like pour that into all that i do and it's interesting like how that you know works with our marriage is like we've me and Luke have been strong believers in like mar marriage this obviously like there's such nuance to how this all like flashes out but like for us we just really believe in like uh, a, a great marriage partnership is like being able to be to serve better to like to love each other and love others better together than we can separately but that doesn't necessarily have to look like we're doing the exact same thing at the exact same time because i also believe like acknowledge the fact that the lord mm. has like created both of us very differently and so the way in which we like uh partner together to to make that happen like doesn't have to be like we're doing the exact same thing um so that's really what has driven me, um, in my own like individual, um, like ways that I've been, um, leaning into 
the community, whether it's yeah online or like through the the game nights or even through our young adult like small group that we lead um, every week. Um, it's just really cool to see. I don't know. Like it's, I think especially it's it's a, a very special um, experience uh, working alongside our young adult or like um, serving and like building relationships with the young adult group because Luke and I both bring different uh, like perspectives and like have different strengths as we like uh, work together to lead that group. Uh, and I just think that's really cool. Like it's just a great like visual. Um, like example of like what that can look like. And it's cool to see it like on a small scale and then on a larger scale as we like lean into all like the online or just like for Luke with um with uh the cons and stuff like being able to be out and not in our local community. Uh but yeah. Well I, I mean like to, to be specific rambling, and it's okay that you ramble. Hey, we get it. I'm a rambler too. I'm a rambling man. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> but you you had mentioned the the small group that you and Luke help to lead. Now that's, that's a part of your mm -hmm. local church. That's not just a small group of people in general. It's, it mm -hmm. is in conjunction right. with the, the, a local physical church that, that you both obviously attend. Um, mm -hmm. and, and then also, you know, uh, you know, our COO at, at Love Thy Nerd that, that he, he attends as well. He and his family, Matt Warmbier. And so can you kind of talk a little bit about how you guys got into mm -hmm. that? Because I think that that is, is a piece of the calling for you two together. And that might actually kind of bridge into a little bit of Luke's calling as well. Mm -hmm. yeah I it's funny because I feel like sometimes calling can be like like Lord like let a you know search your heart and like let me to see a sign like a direction of where to go but in our experience with specifically young adult group it was really just like we realized that there was a need in the church that we had a not a very big but like a growing number of like young adults in our church where most of the I would say most of the members of the church are were like um like retirees or like young families. And I feel like those are like m most of the demographic, but like there is a small uh, group of people that, you know, didn't quite fit those demographics. And um, I think w there was a student that came, that like visited and asked um, if uh, there, <laughs> there was a, a small group and our uh, family pastor <laughs> came up to me and Luke literally the day, the next day and was like, <laughs> Uh, do you guys want to leave this? And what's cool is up until that point, we had, we had been at the church probably for like three months or, or maybe four months. Um, but we had just like from day one, like try to make it very clear that like we are here to do life with you all and whatever that looks like, like we want to serve however we can. And I think because we had already established that um, like from the get go when we became members, uh, it was like a natural like like of course like we were like friend of mine for him and what's what's been really cool with uh w as you know we're about a year into um hosting that young adult group is we found i don't I, I mean i know for sure this is like the the lord's sovereignty in it all but it is just really interesting that like pretty much all of the the people that make up young adult group are are huge nerds of a feather, in their own man. ways like no matter how hard like, you try some that are like it's gravitation it's true it's crazy. It just shows that statistically <laughs> yeah. the people that you encounter in life are going to be nerds. And so yeah, you should yeah. come to NCMS and learn how to relate lead, to those. There you go. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Little, little plug there. Yeah. It's so profound. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just interesting to see like how the Lord like kind of had us all uh, converge with each other. Like we've, we've got people that are super into WrestleMania. We got people that. that are streaming Fortnite to TikTok. <laughs> uh we got we got all kinds and uh it's just been really cool to see i don't know like it just it's given us more i, I don't know we just like did not know what to expect when we when we started hosting and it's just been prof like a huge blessing that like we are so like constantly surprised at like the it's so your so small group and doing like, like just streaming further, live events from wwe like watch parties it just it it hits me yes, in a part of my heart i did true. not even know existed you know, like I'm a wrestling fan. I get it. But for for them to be like, you guys like wrestling? You guys want to watch this thing that I'm like deeply into? And then for you guys to go, sure. <laughs> like, what the heck? What's the worst that could yeah. happen? You know, I love it. Why not? Right. I mean, yeah, it's so one true. Of the things that, Asia, um, one of the things that I love uh, that you, you kind of brought up in this was this idea that you have this real deep commitment and conviction to relationship, right? Because I think that God calls us into mm -hmm. things in different ways, right? Sometimes yeah. that is uh, this like, you know, come to Jesus 
you know, the Apostle Paul moment where your name gets changed and you become the new person, right? And I think sometimes that's a slow development. Like God begins to open doors and you yeah. just walk through the right doors. And then in sometimes it's just this really deep, heartfelt conviction that says, this is who I am made to be. And then you just seek and look for ways mm -hmm. to live that out. But what's really powerful is that most people or a lot of people um, would would think, oh, okay, Asia has this conviction and this commitment that's been placed on her heart by God, right? And that's part of him for relationship. But she's going to the very place where relationship isn't possible, which is the <laughs> internet. And what you've done is proven that wrong, right? Like you have very organically um, sort of like brought yourself into this hybrid lifestyle that shows that like, hey, nope, the small group that's in my house and the people that hang out in my co-working stream are people um, no matter what, and I can build relationship with them, whether that's them being in my live stream and us listening to music and working together or a cooking stream or when they're inside my house and we're watching WrestleMania together. And I think that that's really cool and super, super powerful because I think it does such a good job of, of grasping what the next generation of not just missionaries, but people who live yeah. life on mission, period, are going to have to be like, because the generations that are coming are increasingly hybrid. And I think you're going to see people like yourself who, yeah, like they're missionaries, but that it's not going to be the difference between digital or physical missionaries. They are just missional in both of those spaces, mm -hmm. and they live their life authentically in both of those areas. So I, I think that's a really powerful reality for people to grasp mm -hmm. and wrap their minds around. Luke, what about you? Yeah, Luke, why don't you tell us? Yeah, yeah tell us that. about you. Tell, tell us about you, Luke. Oh yeah, I'm still here. Mm -hmm. Good luck. <laughs> I uh, no guarantee. Looks like I had no board games, and I have 400 <laughs> board games. Yeah, <laughs> that is good. <laughs> the Lord provides. <laughs> um, all right, so. For me, it all started like when I I kind of saw my calling, and honestly kind of turned an aspect of my life around. It was back, and honestly, there's a lot of nostalgia right now for me because there's this Never little game called Destiny. Yeah. Um, and right now, they they reintroduced an old raid, one of my favorites, oh my uh, gosh, Crota. If you know, you know. Uh, I cleared in this That one's almost making me get that. back into it. I'm not going to lie and to you. Back, dude, I, I might, and you might understand why after this, because... When that raid initially dropped back in like 2015, um, I was I was straight up addicted. There's there's mm -hmm. no yeah, sugarcoating it. I'm gonna I let was you doing finish, that raid. Crota you can have had three, one of the best raids in all you can of have Destiny. Three characters. Yeah, it was it was so good. <laughs> but you can have three characters and you can do the raid once on all three of those characters, like earning loot. Uh, I would do I would play on all three of those characters. And then I would delete a character and start over, run through the whole story real quick, load up on my gear again, and do it a fourth time before the reset. So, because like I just, I needed. I think we might be crossing over that into gear, problem like, territory. Like, <laughs> so, wow, that is, that is a problem. Why? Mark and I like that game, but. This is, so, this is when Asia I'm not and a I. licensed <laughs> therapist or anything. <laughs> I told you. I was on board. I was on board until the delete a character statement came out of your mouth. And then I was <laughs> lost. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I saw, I, that's back when I was like, I. That's when I first discovered Twitch. I, I was watching this guy on YouTube. And I'm like, man, I feel like he's talking to someone. And it's like, oh, there's this thing called Twitch. Like he's live streaming this. And he did that. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I have so much time in the week. I don't have relationships I have to worry about. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> um, and that's kind of where like, I mean, I had Asia and I had tough conversations. I had conversations with um, some other people in my life, my roommate being one of them who we both got into Destiny, but I played way more than he did. Um, and it, it was just some tough conversations because like my, our relationships, like specifically me and Asia's relationship, but other people, I was just locking myself away, doing LFGs, like just trying to get, cram it down. <laughs> and, um, and so through conversations with Asia, through good conversations uh, with, just like people that were a good positive influence on my life, church leaders, like people I worked with. Um, my background was very much like I was taught, you know, if you're distracted by something, if something offends you, like you cut it off and like burn it. So if like you're distracted by your Xbox, 
you need to literally cast it into the fire because it could tempt somebody else. Like that was my. I upgrade. literally set a set of uh, World of Warcraft discs on fire Amen. at one point. We have all showed the devil who's boss. So I yeah. feel you. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. used fire. <laughs> yeah. For it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So I'm I'm very thankful for the influence that I had at that moment in my life uh, because it was very much people were like, you know. God is, you do know God is bigger than destiny and God is bigger than your Xbox and your addiction. And not only like, you don't have to like get rid of that because obviously you're passionate about it, but like God can redeem stuff like that. And I was just like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> and, uh, and like from that moment forward, it's like, okay, how can I use this instead of like destroying relationships but building relationships and so that's been again like just to echo what asia was saying like our whole ministry our whole like outlook on this is relationship building and so how can i use something that, like one of my nerdy passions whether it's video games whether it's us watching the latest disney plus show whether it's mm. too many board games like how can i use that in order to push relationships forward and build relationships. And so that's why I, I so quickly hopped on with LTN because yep. that's what that's what we put first is relationships. We meet people where they're at, whether it's online in a raid or it's at a convention playing board games, being plugged into booths, like just helping people there, playing games with people. Um, putting that relationship first, hearing their stories, um, like just listening to them, like people can talk when they talk about themselves, myself included, like we could talk. And so being able to, to just sit down and listen with people where they trust us and further down the road, Mark, you said it, like it, it's not always overnight. It's not always that moment, but like days, weeks, months, years, um, down the road, they're asking some solid questions and we're able to like answer them and talk freely because they trust us and they love us mm -hmm. because we put the relationship first. And so, I mean, from that moment, like on, like that's, and I'm so thankful Asia and I like see eye to eye on that. And like, that's our, we're building relationships and we're to go into what she was saying as well. We're still learning like you know, what can we do quote unquote independently? Like we have our own streams. We got our own rooms with different vibes because we're reaching a specific people group, but also like how, where are we combining our efforts? So we just launched a newsletter together. We have a combined discord because mm -hmm. Lord knows we all have. Hey, too I many just discords. proposed another discord to another group of people. Um, so so you can't talk to me like that. Okay. <laughs> I have like 50 discords, which is the, on, on the low side, but, um, we're, we're learning. We're not perfect. We're figuring it out as we go, but man, I love, we love and building I think that relationships. You guys are so good at that. Getting to know like people. I've, I've gotten to know you pretty well over the last couple of years and just like seeing it, you know, Asia, when you're literally just doing your, your, uh, co-working streams, um, which Luke so desperately wants to get going in every discord server that he's in. He's always got these co-working areas that he tries to pop in and it's, it's just not my bend. It's, it's really not, but sometimes I'll pop in and I'll, I'll just see people that are hanging out mm -hmm. there and it's like, man, you, you can fake it, but only for so long. Right. When people are just hanging out with you and, and watching you, it's like you forget sometimes that you're live streaming. I've been in the middle of a live stream myself where I'm streaming for, right. you know, six hours. In, in some of my longest stretches and I just forget that I'm live streaming. And so like it, it's in those moments when your guard kind of falls mm -hmm. um, that people actually get to kind of ex experience true community and, and true friendship and life with you. And I love that with both of you, you're just, you're just so good mm -hmm. at that. Um, Luke, you were talking about reading chat. Mm. That's one of the biggest kind. issues I have with live streaming. And Mark is also really good at this is just reading chat. I'll go 15 minutes without reading any chat because I'm doing a thing, man. I'm locked into the game or I'm doing whatever. But the way that the way that you two connect with with your communities is just phenomenal and it leads to those 
deeper connections. And so as, as somebody who's seen it, right, and somebody who's benefited from both of you being really good at what you do, thank you. And I just, if anybody has any questions about it, please reach out to Luke and Asia. Um, we'll give you all their info at the end of the show, but make sure that you reach out and some things can't be taught. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but there are some other things that are pretty mm. formulaic that <laughs> if you're trying to, to reach people, period, there are people out there that can help. Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot about focus in that. And I think there's a lot about focus for both of you in terms of like your level of intentionality with how you communicate to your communities online and then also how you intentionally build relationships and earn mm. the right to speak into people's lives that I think is, um, I think it's I think it's right like neither of you guys are like the I'm going to scream into the microphone and we're going to go look for you know I think even if I've ever watched I don't know I don't know Luke if I've ever been watching your stream when you got a dub on Fortnite it's right? only on TikTok get, like, a man win. but I think I think even like I, I think even like a win for Luke in Fortnite is like yeah <laughs> right like I mean maybe you scream more than that than no, I know a, but it, it, I haven't had that experience with you on stream that's, that's right? Luke that's my yeah. Luke. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> Dude. No, that's that's really good. There you Whoa. go. It's a little bit more laid back. And and I and I really I, I really enjoy that. But there has to also be some things that you've learned, right? Over the, you know, for Asia, it's been Absolutely. what, two, two and a half years that you've been making content kind of in the space. Luke, I think it's actually harder to track down like what the starting point was for you between like making some content out of college and then like, you know, your your story of coming yeah. into the space has more to do with just like figuring out where gaming is Mm -hmm. rightfully exists in your life. Um, and so I, I think that story is a little bit longer. But if you had to go back and you had to tell yourself mm -hmm. something that you know now that you wish you knew then, what would you what would you tell yourself? What's like one thing that would be like Asia for you? What is one thing that two and a half years ago, Asia, you wish you could just like grab her and tell her this is something you need to know? And be, yeah, be gentle to my I, friend Asia. I think Asia, I would okay? say like... like we, we like her, okay? Probably... Yeah, yeah, I'll try, I'll try. You know, I'm well, very mean. Well, last episode, Steve so, was talking about uh, shaking his former self. And so, um, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, yes. Oof. Too, too aggressive. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say, like, just, like, I mean, this goes back to the intentionality thing. Like, just don't forget that, like, even, like, the passive ways, passive ways that people observe you and interact with you mm. can, like, make such a difference and um and so like yeah it's that holistic mindset of like you know in every literally like when in everything we do like do to the glory of god and like do like be in be intentional and that's not an exhaustive way that's like <laughs> oh my gosh i can't like can i not breathe for like a second without having to be like so like on guard but it's just like it's an encouragement that like even in the passive ways that you interact with people it is not it it can like be life-giving and um, encouraging to others. So like, don't, I guess it's like on the flip side, it's like, don't lose heart uh, when you feel like you're not making a difference because uh, we've had like uh, me and Luke to me and Luke together, we've had like such interesting, like conversations with people after the fact of like, Oh, I didn't even know <laughs> this was like, helpful to you or like I didn't know I was doing anything um and I don't know it's just like an encouraging that like the Lord is the one that is doing the work um and so like it's not about like our own will <laughs> uh it's just about like being faithful and like seeing how the Lord will you mm. know uh provide and grow those relationships so that's what I'd say to be honest that's really great advice for anybody who's in ministry of any type um I, one of the guys who leads worship for us just left a job as an engineer to become a pastor at the church I used to work for. And I met with him the other day and I said, how you doing? He's like, it's been yeah, a very man. hard 10 days. And I said, you mm. get to the end of every day and you're not sure if you did anything, right? Like that's, that's the feeling. Mm -hmm. And I, I told him like, it takes two years. It takes two years for that to go away. And then it's still around sometimes, but it takes about two years before you finally get to the point where you feel like it, there's a point in, in what you're doing that you're actually starting to see some fruit come out of it. Um, and mm -hmm. that is, that's hard. So it's really great advice for anybody who's thinking about this because you'll, you'll think you'll jump into it and you'll get some immediate results. But the truth of the matter is you will feel, you'll real, it'll be a hard thing not to lose heart for the first 18 mm -hmm. to 24 months. Um, and there will be a constant challenge to say no to, to throwing mm. the white towel up and, and hanging it up 
and being done with it. And so um, that that perseverance and resilience, what we call in church planting world grit, um, like we I, we we take tests to determine your grit. Um, uh, and that grit is needed in this space as much as it is in church planting, because um, it's it's easy to it's easy to quit. I love that, Luke. How about you? What would you what would you say to you know Luke when he started? I would just I would say you're not alone. Uh, I mentioned this before, but like coming into it thinking I was all alone, um, I if I could get specific, I would drop some names. Be like, hey, go look up these people. <laughs> Like build the, like meet these people, team up, like do whatever you gotta do, but like just know that you're not alone. And uh, like honestly, even today, I need I need that reminder. Um, Megazord Summit last year was so encouraging uh, because all of us like felt a little bit stranded and alone, uh, even though we all pretty much knew of each other. Uh, but like just mm. coming together and being like, hey, we're all on the same team. We're all doing this. There's like, we believe in each other and um, just know that, yeah, you're not doing this alone. There's people that support you and believe in what you're doing. And like, even we've had some of these conversations, like we'll meet people and there's sometimes, you know, that are outside of nerd culture that we feel like they need some convincing of just, hey, no, like this, this yeah. is a real people group. Like, here's some numbers. Like, this is what we do. This is why we do it. And like, by the end of it, they're like, oh yeah, okay. I kind of get that. But then there's other people that just like get it right away. And like, that's super encouraging. And like, we've, we've had some conversations like that recently. And it's, it's them just believing in you. That's just enough to get you to the next day, get you to the next stream, to the next piece of content, to the next project. Um, and, and that's just, that's what I find super encouraging, even though I, I need the constant reminder today of, hey, you're not alone. There's several people, like we're here, we're on the same team, we have the same goal. We might have some differences, we might have different approaches, but we're all on the same team. Hmm. Luke, what I love about that is there'll be, there'll be people who hear this, and there's, there's two types of people, I think. There's the uh -huh. one type of person that comes into this and they feel alone, and there'll be another person mm -hmm. who comes in this and because of their competitive edge will be alone. Yep. They'll try to be alone, mm. right? Instead of looking yeah. for opportunities mm -hmm. to work together and to find mm. alliances, they will look for, uh, all that they'll see is competition, um, like people that they yeah. have to beat. And um, what NCMU yeah. is, NCMC, NCMS, all of the nerd <laughs> culture stuff that we're starting, all of the NCM letters, alphabet um, soup. is to shout out as loudly <laughs> Yes, all of those, uh, all of those things. It's a shout out as loud as we can. Like you aren't alone, and you don't have to be alone, and you are better together, um, than you are competing with one another. Um, and Absolutely. so, like that's what you know. That's what this is about. That's what what I you know love about Love Thy Nerd um, is like how how just adamant they are about working together regardless of brand recognition, um, because that's our heart too at Lux. Is like like we just yep. we just want to. We just want to do kingdom work, um, and and I freaking love that. Um, and I think that that little lesson that you learned is really valuable for people because there, when it when it comes to the things that Asia was talking about, right, is like, hey, be encouraged, stick with it. There's going to be hard days. You are making a difference. Mm -hmm. All of those things yes, are sir. easier to hear when you're in community with people who are doing it yeah, with you. It's true. Um, yeah. And I mm -hmm. think that is, and you guys are in, in a very unique spot because most people who step into this, they're doing it either with like the permission of their spouse yeah. or in opposition to their spouse's wishes, um, not with mm -hmm. their spouse in alliance with them, right? And I think that is uh, so freaking cool. It's been one of the biggest blessings in my life that Jen is on my side. Um, and even if she's not a gamer, like she's for Lux. And it's also really cool to see that like you guys had some yeah. of that baked in to doing this together. And, you know, if there's anything that I can mm -hmm. say from this, if you're getting into this, like if you're thinking about getting into nerd culture ministry and your spouse is against you getting into nerd culture ministry, <laughs> it's a great sign that yeah. your discernment might be off because um, yeah. the spirit <laughs> speaks in unity and it will speak to both of you. And so I think that that is. It's a very important piece in the discernment process. Well, Bubba, man, how do you feel about how do you feel about bringing us home here and telling telling uh, everybody what they should be yeah, doing? Yeah, right you now? should because there's some things they should be doing. Culture Ministry Summit. 
that um, Luke and Asia are going to be at, and Mark is going to be at, and I'm going to be at, and so many other people are going to be at. This is going to be November 8th through the 10th. Um, at the time of this recording, we're in 2023. If it's not 2023, forget everything I'm telling you. Um, this only pertains to right now. November 8th through the 10th, you can go and <laughs> sign up at ncmsummit.com. We would love to have you. This is... Uh, we, we hope that you are somebody who is learning about nerd culture ministry or somebody that loves it and wants to share it with somebody who doesn't know anything about it because that's what NCMS is about. NCMS is, for lack of a better way to put it, an, an awareness campaign. It's not a gathering of nerds. It is a gathering of ministry leaders so that they can see the impact, see the importance, see the need in some way, shape, or form to engage with this demographic. And so join us at the Nerd Culture Ministry Summit in sunny, sunny Marble Falls. It is currently 104 degrees in Marble Falls. It's like it's like oh Super Mario 3 gosh. sunny right now. Very sunny. Um, it's very oh hot. Gosh. Hopefully in November, not as hot. Wow. Um, and that's that's wow. kind of what we're praying for. But can I, come and hang out with us. We would love to do that. And by extension, you should really look into joining the collective. This is something that we're building from the ground up. Summit is a part of it. Um, NCMU, uh, this podcast, The Underground, is a part of it, but the collective is the backbone. It is us getting together. It is us being better together than we are apart. The same thing that Luke and Asia just said, that they are better together than they are apart. Um, that's our heartbeat. And like Mark said, we are dedicated to raising up the next generation of nerd culture missionaries. And we don't even know what that looks like, but we know that you want to be a part of that. It is an iterative process. It's going to be changing day to day but you can go to NCM Collective and find out more about that. And it's gonna take you straight to our summit where, like I already said, you're gonna to wanna to be there. So make it happen. Um, and I can't wait to see you uh, in November. I'm gonna meet you in person. And if not, I'm coming after you. It's not that, a, it's a my promise. Friends, he's a threat to it's close out the show on today. Those are all threats. It's a promise. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they are. They they are commitments upon the Lord to bring vengeance upon thy enemy. Uh, yeah, the, we find that over and over again. Uh, well, guys, that is going to wrap up this episode. Um, Luke and Asia, thank you guys so much for being willing to come on. We really appreciate you guys and love what you're doing. Big supporter of uh, of both of your ministries. So thank you for hanging out with us today. Yeah, thanks again for having us. Thank you. Um, that's going to do it for this episode of the NCMU podcast. Be sure to come back for the next episode, though. Um, we're going to be joined uh, by a special guest who's also one of our keynote speakers at NCMS, uh, and we're really excited about that. So I'm, I'm not going to spoil it all. You'll have to look Teasers. at like the description of the title of next episode to see who's going to be on it. But um, he has his own podcast we're as well, I hear, and on? we're it's really crazy. excited to have him uh, join in. Yeah, so if you if you go to uh, ncmsummit.com right now, which you should right now, Mark. already be doing, yeah. you're, you're literally on it right now while you're listening to it. Um, I, scroll I, down I, to look at our <laughs> keynote speakers and then just roll the dice and figure out which one you think it is and see if you're right. Um, that, I just got you to go to ncmsummit.com no to play a game with no it's prize. It's the easiest escape room um, ever. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now click that register button. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's going to do it for this episode of the NCMU podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, be sure to come back for the next one. You've been listening to the NCMU podcast with hosts Mark Lutz of Lux Digital Church and Bubba Stallcup of Love Thy Nerd. NCMU is a member of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and available on all major podcasting platforms. The NCMU Podcast is part of a greater movement called the Nerd Culture Ministry Collective. You can get more information about this show, our guests, and how you can join our Nerd Culture Ministry Collective Discord server by visiting ncmcollective.com. Thank you.